everyone, and welcome to Televisions, the podcast, an audio companion to the Televisions website, and a show made by Anglophiles for Anglophiles. I am Lacey Barber-Milas, and I'm the editor here at this rodeo, and joining me as per usual is my co-host, Miss Annie Bundle. Hello. Hello. So just before we started recording, Max opened the door and walked on in, and now he's just kind of staring at me. So let's see if we get through this without a cat. I mean, he might have thoughts. I mean, he might have thoughts. Baker um, watched a little bit of this show with me and then he left. So, <laughs> honestly, the only thing. It's not cat approved, if that's what y'all were wondering. Uh, the only thing that Max really likes watching with me is tennis because the little ball goes back and forth and back mm. and forth in his head. Little... Hammer, Hammer <laughs> likes nature programs. Well, of course you know he birds. likes nature programs. Anyway, what are we talking about that your cat did not like? Uh, Baker did not approve, possibly because there are no cats in it, of uh, the new, I don't know whether to call it a crime drama or a mystery series or somewhere in the middle of all of these things, D.I. Ray. Um, I believe mystery thriller is the technical term. Okay. And uh, we have Emma sure. with us today. I know, Emma, now that she's a real girl, just we keep making her come on the show. So welcome, Emma O'Neill Dietl. Well, we also made her recap this because she's a real girl now. Um, yeah, I don't know true. how she feels. I, I don't know if she hates me for this one the same way she hated me for making her watch Ridley earlier. Um, you know, no. nothing could be as bad as Ridley. So this <laughs> one's okay. All right. Um, I mean, that's kind of like where I set the bar as well. I was like, well, because as as everyone knows, I watched this at the last possible moment. I think I finished it approximately half an hour ago. And you'll be stunned that I say that because I have immediately forgotten every supporting <laughs> character's name. Uh, no object permanence on shows <laughs> like this for me. I'm sorry. But uh, I, my bar going into it was, well, it has to be better than Ridley. And pleasant surprise, it is better than Ridley. Uh, yes, it is. I will give it that. Um, honestly, I think D.I. Ray has a lot of potential. Um, I also think that part of the reason why it has a lot of potential is because the mystery didn't really matter all that much. Oh, my gosh. I don't even remember anything about the mystery. Anyway, Emma, our recapper, please tell the people what this show is about. So this show is about uh, Rashida Ray, who is a new officer recently promoted to the homicides unit of her department, and she ends up a little more involved in the investigation than she plans uh, for a number of reasons, but one of those being that a big part of this show is looking at how her identities as an Asian woman influence how she experiences the job of being uh, being an officer, both how people treat her, how she personally reacts to the investigations that she's doing. Um, and yeah, you're right. The, uh, the crime itself is not super relevant. Yeah. Honestly, the crime is basically there so that there are South Asian suspects that are mistreated for her to basically have to witness uh emotionally process um and try to figure out like how to how to deal with what is very obviously bigoted prejudice by her co-workers um it also gives the show a lot of chances to to portray the microaggressions that south asians uh experience at all times um and 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 the kind of everyday racism uh, that not just Ray, but basically the whole population has to deal with in the UK. And, uh, you know, basically she's 
sort of in this this sort of middle ground like she's a cop but she's also she also recognizes when people are being you know when when people are basically suspecting somebody because they're brown right and that's that's i think that that's probably part of the reason why this show is decent in a way that most in a way that something like ridley is not um because it has a real point of view it has something to say and even though there are definitely parts of it that i felt tipped over into super melodrama Ah, we'll get to that because i have a lot to say on that topic (laughs) i'm assuming we're talking about the ending which i have a rant ready there's definitely parts of this show that need um help let's say um i actually wish it were a little I don't know if nuanced is the word that I want here, but there are instances with her character. One of the things that make her character really interesting is not just that this is a story of how a South Asian woman is experiencing sort of trying to be a cop and all the prejudices and things that come with that in the UK. But the show has these moments where it's sort of like, I don't want to say it calls her complicit, but it complicates kind of the way that she you know, feels about her own identity. Like she exclusively dates white dudes, Mm -hmm. not necessarily on purpose, but like that is her pattern. And she, you know, she doesn't speak foreign languages. Mm-hmm. And she's from Birmingham, I think. And the scene where she goes to the funeral and she's never and she doesn't even have a headscarf. Like, mm-hmm. like she's not she's not like she is complicated in her own relation to her identity, in addition to the world around her being complicated about it. Yeah. And and that- I wish the show had actually done more with that. There's a lot of little moments like that, but I don't know. I don't know what, and maybe that's something that the show will dig into. I hope it does in future seasons, because I think that's really like something that we don't see a lot. Like she's not, um, what do they call it? She's not like a model minority. Yes. If you know what I mean. And I think that's really interesting in a way. We Usually when you get something like this, like they're sort of the, like the standard bearer for whatever their cultural difference happens to be. Yes. And, and therefore they are not allowed to have flaws as relates to that or anything. And she's really flawed. And that's, what's most interesting to me about her. And I wish the show had poked at that a little harder. Hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. And the show also surrounds her with other um, South Asian characters who have different relationships to their job, their race, uh, their relationship to the police. So she doesn't have to be the only one carrying that identity Mm. showing that to the audience there's a lot of room for nuance and having those other characters around her allows for her to be more complicated because she doesn't have that burden of being the one yes um i and as i said this is a show that i feel has real potential in that you know there is you know we have a character who is flawed we have a character who you know has a lot to learn about her own culture if she wanted to explore it um and who has a lot of uh inher- I, I, I not inherent biases but um 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 internalized biases of her own that she hasn't fully explored um and i think that that really is I mean, honestly, like for me, that's the reason why this show is worth watching. I wish it would stop taking the easy way out of things. Um, yes. Um, there. As I said, the the problem with this show is that it does tend to be a little broad. Henderson, um, who is played by uh, Gemma Whelan, uh, you're a great joy. Uh, yeah. Uh, also- what is dead may never die, y'all. 
Uh, she's fantastic, but also she is so broadly drawn as the bad guy boss that when she sort of finally makes the 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 one eighty into supporting like the conciliatory Rick. gesture at the end, I don't know that I'd even call it supporting it. You could say something nice to somebody who's on their way out the door, <laughs> right? Like it just it just felt weird. Like it felt like the show was sort of the show didn't give her an arc to get there. She just flipped around suddenly. And so that was sort of weird. Um, I, you know, and as much as I love Jamie Bamber and I love this Jamie Bamber renaissance that we're in. I know it is a great time to be alive for anybody who was a real fan of the Battlestar Galactica remake. Yeah, because he was he was busy being hot over on Acorns Cons Confidential, and I highly recommend that you go watch him be hot there. And he does quite a good job being hot here too, though psychotically hot apparently. Because um, from the beginning, like from the first episode when he's introduced as her secret fiance or well secret boyfriend who becomes secret fiance, like you just want to be like, no, girl, don't don't say yes, no. <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh, I liked him. I just thought he was boring. I said this in um, I said this in our Slack while I, <laughs> I often send my teammates thoughts while I'm watching things. And I just said, well, she's just in a relationship where she needs to be the star and he has to be the backup. And sometimes that's like how relation like that's sometimes what you need in a relationship or what makes a relationship work. Like not everybody can be Crowley from Good Omens all the time. That, 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 and, that is true. And like I just thought he was boring. I had some questions. I was more interested in not that I thought he was skeevy. I mean, I I twigged to it later, but I just had some questions about her, about why she felt the need to be with this guy to keep. Well, no, to keep everything like under the table, like to be so secretive about it. There didn't seem to be anything like demonstrably wrong with him. So I I was confused slash curious about why she really felt the need to do all of that. And the show tries to kind of answer it by being like, she has to be serious about her work and like focus or whatever, but that's BS. So like, I didn't like, I didn't, I, I didn't, it made, I actually texted at one point being like, stop being mean to him because she's really mean to him. And now I see why he stayed with her because he's, you know, a criminal. But like, it was really like, that didn't make any sense to me. Okay. Emma? Well, I don't think she's mean to him. I think he's boring and he deserves what's coming to him. I didn't like him from the second he was on there. I wanted to know why is she with him at all? Not only why is she uh why is she concealing the relationship, but they have no chemistry whatsoever. I don't think they're even supposed to. I just I mean, who gets married to someone and you haven't met their parents? Or who gets engaged to someone and you haven't met their parents? It was so weird. The whole thing was really weird and he was really boring. And I well, didn't like him. I don't know. I guess I I think boring could be good sometimes. But um honestly, like the boring I felt like was a cover that he was oh, totally. basically he didn't know what to do with him that 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 they didn't know what to do with the character until they revealed him to be ah 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 evil right <laughs> and so like i was sort of like that's why i assumed he was boring is because they were trying to hide his evilness yeah. in in dullness and it didn't work for me like i was like could you have more he, you you can be you can hide your evil in personality imagine if they had been really really in love imagine how terrible like the dev evil like devastating that would yeah. have been right except that they're not really in love and i think that is very obvious from the beginning yeah and i don't just think it's because the actors don't have the chemistry i think as you said emma that this is they're not supposed to that she is with him for 
you know, it's weird. Like, is she with him for protection? Because there is, um, and, and I know we're not supposed to talk about this, but this is a real thing. When you work in a misogynistic world, there is a tendency to cleave to a man who will sort of protect you or sort of keep the other men away because you're with that one. And so then you won't get harassed as much. And also it helps you, it helps you, it helps you rise up. Um, because you're with that person and so it sort of helps your career this is it's an ugly side of working in a misogynistic world um which i did for 10 years and um I... if that is what the show was trying to do with this it failed utterly because i got nothing of that no i i don't think the show was trying to do that with this but that's where i am that's when you guys said why the hell is she with this guy in the first place that was my assumption hmm. I, see, for me, it, for me, it tied back to what I was talking about before is that she has a lot of, you know, issues with her own culture. She mentions to the nice guy, his name I've forgotten. <laughs> Tony. He's the Tony. whatever. Nice guy. Nice Tony. <laughs> she mentions to nice Tony about how she, you know, she's never dated um, an Asian guy before or a South Asian guy before. She's only dated white guys. And I was like, well, she just has a type. Yeah. I mean, she does have a type, definitely. And also, like, I think that that's. It, it, as I said, I felt like there was like an intern there. There's just an a, there's an internalized bigotry within her that she isn't dealing with. That is part of why she isn't really until she meets nice Tony, even considering dating South Asian men. Of course, then we have Tony become the late Tony by the end of uh, by by the end of episode three. Oh, really? You can just commit crimes. You can just commit crimes with just total impunity right <laughs> all over like, england yeah that that honestly like when 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 we get the reveal that evil martin ah, ah um has basically engineered the shooting of nice tony i mean as you see this is a very broad show <laughs> in in its strokes that way um you know it it, it should have had a bigger impact emotionally mm. And that was part of my... Uh, now, I will say that... The, okay, so f- I, I do want to mention before we go on that D.I.R.A. is from the Jed Mercutio School of Television Shows. It's written by um, one of the uh, actors who was in Line of Duty for several years. Merc- uh, Mercutio is the one who uh, who uh, 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 who executive produced it. And it has a lot of the same hallmarks of line of duty of, um, of, 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 of bodyguard of, of vigil and, and trigger point where every single episode ends on a cliffhanger, a driving sort of propulsive cliffhanger. That's supposed to make you want to hit the next button. Um, and it's designed that way. The only time that worked for me was the end of episode three when they killed Tony, and I thought that they also shot Ray. Mm. Oh, I never thought they shot Ray. Her name's on the title card. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yes, true. But she fell down, I thought maybe. She fell down. I did down. have one, because there's a dead body on her. <laughs> They're heavy. Right? Okay. Um. To be fair, we actually also never see Tony's body. Oh, no, they take him out in a little bag. They, they do, but you don't, you just don't watch see. This. They, take a, they take a stretcher out with a body-shaped lump on top of it but you don't see him and i want him to be secretly alive because i really liked him okay so who was the body shaped lump they removed from her home it's a conspiracy (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, um, I, that is actually one thing that I don't expect this show to do in season two. No, um, sorry. Um, but I will say that um, I, I thought that was actually very interesting. They did not show his body, and that there is a level where this show tried to sort of pull back from the gruesomeness and the bloodiness. Did they? There are multiple dead women in this, right? There are multiple yeah. dead women, but there, I felt like there were moments when this show was trying to be a little more PG than some of the other line of duty other other Mercutio shows. Mm, there's a truck with like 20 dead people in it. Yeah, it that does. was horrific. That was horrific. Okay, that was. That, that was that, another that, good that that was another high point for me in the series. That cliffhanger and the uh and the cliffhanger of the next episode. Is that cliffhanger worked for you when they find all the dead uh, uh immigrants in the truck? Yeah, because when they were walking through this a uh, lot of uh, of of bins, and they think they're gonna find drugs in there. I was thinking, if they find drugs, then this show has lost me, and it's boring. It, there has to be something absolutely sick in there, and maybe that makes me a terrible person. But it makes narrative sense, and I no, was, it does. If if there hadn't been something absolutely sick in there, it would the show would have been so boring. Mm. And yeah, you know what? I think that that that's why it didn't hit me because I knew it had to be something bigger than that. I mm. wish um, I'm about to say something that sounds like so horrible. Okay. And I get that these crime shows are supposed to be like, look at these larger than life atrocities that like law enforcement is protecting us from. But Lord, I would just like a show that isn't about like human trafficking or sex slaves or pedophiles. Like surely there must be some like garden variety like robbery you could investigate. <laughs> Um, I believe yeah. those are Agatha Christie's. <laughs> um, but no, I, 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 not a hundred percent. I disagreeing with you on that. I definitely feel like, especially because I am also watching Ridley along with this, and there has been two episodes of pedophilia already out of four mysteries. Like, I honestly How about feel we just have some nice white collar crime, <laughs> right? Like there, there, there is a definite sense where I'm like a little bit of the overload. On the um on the ugly side of things, um, I also feel like, and maybe Emma, I want your take on this as you have watched this like spread out over time, and I watched it all this morning. Um, I feel like for all that it had the really shocking like immigrants dead in a in a cargo van twist. I don't feel like this show really had a lot to say about that. Do you know what I mean? I feel like yeah. if you're gonna go big. And literally be like, look at what desperate people are suffering trying to, like, get through our draconian immigration laws. Like, maybe you should have something to say about that. But it's like nothing. I totally agree. Yeah, I I thought the same thing because when that plot line is first introduced, I thought, oh, this is really interesting. They are clearly trying to say things about race and about other social issues in this show. So that's probably where they're going with this. They're going to dig into immigration. They're going to dig into the systems that keep people from success in in that country but nothing nothing no it was because it was just another plot point yeah and it's partly i think because you know i think there is a level and this is partly because it's a british show that that it's pulling its punches a little bit like it feels yeah. like it's already done listen we're already dealing with the south asian issue do we really need mm. to add more immigrants to it like i do honestly think that that would be the sort of note that they get from like itv or the bbc mm. um and that that would be that that would sort of conserve that, that sort of conservative you know one issue thing is not it I wouldn't surprise me if that was why 
like I think it goes back to the show really likes to take the easy way out of things mm. because as much as I everyone I thought nice Tony was fine I didn't really care <laughs> one way or the other much about him but he was nice R.I.P. because <laughs> R.I.P. because like the minute the minute something is allowed to get like complicated it has to stop do you know what I mean like we never because the man she's having an affair with is conveniently murdered have to really dig into why D.I.R.A. is having an affair, how she feels about having an affair, how she feels about having an affair with a South Asian man, how she feels about having an affair with a specific South Asian man. Like, we never have to do any of that because he dies. Who Who's superior she happens to be. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have to touch on any of that because he's dead. Yeah. And we also don't, I know everybody's like, Martin is so mesh dash twirlingly evil, which is true. This is not like a sympathy for Martin card, but it's mostly just like, the show just decides like the easiest way to get her out of that relationship is to literally make him a drug kingpin. That's yeah. Like instead of, instead of actually like dealing with whatever is going on with them or whatever drew her to him or whatever, you know, made her cheat on him or whatever, whatever's happening. Like they just like, well, he's a villain and (laughs) ha ha. And it's like, that's it. There's like nothing. Yeah, no, I, I, I do 100% agree with the fact that him being like over the top evil does get is a huge get out of jail free card for a lot of her issues. It's that well, suddenly, I mean, and not even just like within the world of the show for us as viewers, Mm. like we don't have to feel bad about rooting for her. Mm. We don't have to feel uncomfortable about the choices that she's made because it turned out that he was an expletive anyway. So it's fine. Like, it, it lets us off the hook, too. Yeah. And he's also her superior, just to know. Clearly, nobody follows these laws, so I don't really think that was anything they cared about. Right? Like, there's a lot of power dynamics going on in there that, like, the show completely skips over. Um, That being said, I do sort of hope that this sets up something that will give the show more room in further seasons because the show has been uh the show was uh, uh renewed for season two before pbs even picked it up um and it is filming season two now which i i believe is also going to be four episodes um i i do also think that part of the reason why this show took the easy way out in several places is because it was four episodes instead of six um, I'm not sure that six episodes would have been better, to be fair. I don't think that it would have made better choices. I heard Emma agreeing with me, so I'm going to give her a chance to agree with me. You need to learn to interrupt us more, <laughs> Emma. <laughs> um, I don't I don't know that I super hard agree, but I, I just think that going back to what Annie said about the sort of limitations that the show has put on itself, I don't really think any of that would change if it had more episodes and I also think that it was sort of desperately trying to string a plot along in a way that was boring and I don't think that would have changed either I think they would have kept trying to hit those sometimes unsatisfying cliffhangers every episode and not oh no absolutely they would have have you ever watched it have you ever watched line of duty oh my god and it would have it would have continued to draw focus away from because I think what what I would like to see is a D.I. ratio where she does everything but go to work. Like, I want to see all the rest of her life. I mean, she can go to work a little bit, but I want to <laughs> I want to see. Well, considering she's been suspended at the end of season one, you may get your wish for a little bit. Yeah, but I, I think as long as she has to go to work, 
we're not going to, and no matter how many episodes it would be, it would still not really be covering what uh, would be more emotionally satisfying. Hmm. That being said, do you feel, um, because one of the things we talked about when we talked about Ridley is whether or not we felt like this show was a good addition to the PBS lineup, especially in the face of Endeavor being retired and others and and the fact that we're sort of like you know Grantchester is about to lose its priest and we're going to get a new priest do we feel like D.I. Ray is a good addition to the PBS lineup do we feel like the show really fits well with the sort of shows that we expect PBS to bring us because one of the things I thought about this show when I was watching it is that for all of its faults, I felt like this was a show that really did belong in the lineup. Maybe not paired with Grantchester and Ridley, but it did feel like it belonged here and that I would like to see it maybe paired up with, I'm not even sure, like maybe Annika or something else. Like I want to see it in a different, may, maybe when Moonflower Murders comes, I don't know. But like, I, I, I sort of felt like this... This show has real potential. It needs to get better in season two. And I don't think this particular set of three shows together did it much favor. Yes, Max, I know. Max has thoughts. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I, I'm I'm glad that I watched it and I'm glad that it's in the mix. I think that it works well as a sort of by the books cop show that's also trying to say something a little bit new. And... I liked it enough. Um, <laughs> I would watch the second season. I'm glad it's here. I mean, I think it's fine. We've aired a lot worse. <laughs> Man, that's cruel. Um, well, I'm just saying, I mean, I feel like it's probably on like the level of a Vandervalk, which hmm. is fine, but not something I'm going to like aggressively seek out. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I think it's fine. Well, no, like I'm 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 trying to think what a better lineup for it would be as well, because I do feel like Grantchester has this whole religion thing going on. And I don't think that it really Grantchester is just so much better than these other two shows that I feel like it's unbalanced. Yeah, it's not it's not really fair. Yeah. And that's the thing is I'm trying to figure out where D.I. Ray would sit where it wouldn't feel quite so much like I feel like I mean, and I know I, I say this apologizing in advance i know we have a lot of very like enthusiastic annika fans but I, to me i feel like it's on the same level as an annika or a vanderbilt like mm -hmm. that's where i feel it belongs kind of like quality and tonally wise mm -hmm. no um, i think that's i think that's correct and i would not i would not object to a lineup of vanderbilt uh, uh di ray and annika except for the fact that they are all what pbs would call a 10 p.m show and I'm not sure which one of those would get the 8 p.m. slot. And I don't think and the truth is, I don't think any of them would. So. Babe, they're putting Ridley, which has had two mysteries about pedophiles on at eight. OK, good point. Um, you point point. Absolutely taken. And honestly, like my my, my disappointment in Ridley is is I mean, we still have one more mystery to go, but I just. Yeah, I'm not watching it. I'm just I know, I know. Putting that stake in the ground now, <laughs> early before she tries to make me do another episode on it. No, nope, we're not. It. We're not going to do another episode. <laughs> we're not going to. We, we we may touch on it during Grandchester, but I do not believe that we will be talking too much about that show in the future unless it gets way better. <laughs> okay, like I just I don't know. I feel like that's about the level where it feels like it fits for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get the impetus to sort of like we should make it a girl power night and put it on with like. I don't know, magpie murders or whatever, but 
Moonflower like, totally Murders that is de- season two, actually. Whatever. It's still Magpie Murders to me. This is so stupid. It's just season two. Um, <laughs> what was I even going? Now, now you've like made me mad about that title thing. So now I don't remember what I was going to say. I think I was going to say something about that that show, insert flower or bird here, <laughs> is also just very tonally different. Mm. No, I because I... it's a very at the heart of it. It's a very like for all that it has some additional like interesting like things around the edges. It's a very traditional show. Mm-hmm. No, I would absolutely agree with that. Um, and I think that's the thing about DRA is that I feel like it really does sort of fit the old school, um, the old school mystery with trying to come up with a way to be more, um, to be more twenty first century, but the old basically taking an old school show and trying to update it um that being said i i do i i don't know knowing there's a season two i just have so much hope for this show do you yeah i do emma tell me what you want to see in a season two i would love to see some more building up of the characters around di ray i thought that she was really really compelling and she became more compelling when we learned more about Tony and her relationship with Tony. And I think that all of the characters around her, including Martin, including Tony, including like Henderson and Carly, just when they walk off the screen, they cease to exist to me. I can't imagine that they're walking into their own lives. They no just, object permanence. Yeah, they just seem like little cardboard cutout people who are there to be there. And I think, as honestly, I, Carly stood out to me as somebody I want to see back, and mm, I want to see more from her. I want, her, I want to see her become sort of a protege to to Ray and a, a friend, maybe. So, I would love. I to- also, I I, I want to say, I also really liked the interpreter. Um, yeah. I thought that was a cute little trio that they came up with. And I was mad that it didn't stick. Yes, yeah, I I agree with you. So yeah, I I'd like to see the other characters around Ray become more interesting so that therefore their relationship with their relationships with Ray can become more interesting. Um, I think I also want to know more about her family. Like we only got to meet her parents a little bit, but why? I mean, honestly, she she's so miserable. Yeah. And her parents don't notice. <laughs> or or they don't care. And they seem to love her. They Or they just don't believe her? I don't I was getting big like um Ted Lasso, uh, Nate's parents vibes, hmm. who are just sort of absent, present but absent. That's not a bad observation, actually. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that that's actually like I think I would like to see more of, as as Emma puts it, I'd like to see her outside the office more. I'd like to see her with her parents, not introducing them to Martin, not being like, oh, and look, I have a fiance, cardboard cutout of human being, insert here. Like, I think I'd like to see like what her relationship with them is like on the regular. Um, and I I want to know more about like. Her, her aunts and uncles i'm sure she has them i'm sure she has cousins i'm sure she has does she have siblings like there's so much about her family life that we don't know that i would really like to see the show dig into Lacey, what would you like to see in season two um i i i really like mm. this actress who plays dra i think she's really talented so i would like she to see was her. she was an agents of shield like back in the day i don't know if you recognize really her. yep Oh really? Who was she an agent? Google this while I'm talking because I want to know. Um, 
Who's that good? I, I really like this actress. I think she's really talented, and I think she is capable of a lot more than the the show seems to think we would like to see of her. So I too would like to see her get to do something other than be like a stoic cop. I thought when she was in yeah. therapy, it was really interesting because like more more cops should go to therapy. Um, so I was really interested in that, and also because I am a sucker for this stuff. I love. Well, I didn't love when she went to the funeral because that <laughs> nice guy was dead. But you know, I feel like in in addition to just all the things about her own heritage that sit so uncomfortably in her, that felt like a really mm. big one. And I I feel like having a guy you're having an affair with die on top of you, and then your fiance turns out to be like the drug lord <laughs> kingpin of South England. Like you might need church <laughs> you might need church well or you or 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 more therapy i would totally be here for more therapy yeah, but then again I, I i genuinely believe that everybody should go to therapy because i don't know therapy is great but she was ellen nadir in season four of uh of agents of shield she was the she was the politician well that is a shame as i have no memory of that she was the politician the evil politician um, no but memory. okay, yeah, I, 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 I know who that is, but I also recapped that show, so why I remember who who they are. I mean, I watched that show, but again, like object permanence, <laughs> right? No, uh, she was also a series regular in ER. Um, she was Doctor Rescosa, Rescosa. I don't remember how to pronounce it. They called her Neela was her name. Um, but uh, anybody who watched ER back in the absolute long day forever ago. No, she's really talented, and I am excited that she has, I think she deserves, like, she seems really talented, and, like, she deserves to have a vehicle in this space. Like, it's an interesting premise, it's an interesting setup. I just need them to let mm, her do yeah. more. I was also going to say, she has a medical drama on ITV that she has just started starring in this year um, called Maternal. Um, which also strikes me as an extremely interesting series in that it's uh, basically about doctors returning to the hospitals after COVID-19. Um, and again, it takes the whole sort of like that she's female, that she's South Asian, et cetera, et cetera, um, and dealing with the NHS, which I find to be fascinating, though I don't know because of the NHS factor, I don't know if the show will come here in the same way because medical dramas... I don't know, like the British medical dramas just kind of don't come here in that same way. You know, they're sort of treated differently. I don't know. Um, What else do we have any? Do we have any other burning thoughts other than I am a little mad that I won't get to look at Jamie Bamber in season two of the show, but my needs are very shallow ones. Um, I'm mad that I won't get to see Tony the Nice Guy in season two. He was also hot. <laughs> it's really unfortunate that he was like, <laughs> more idea. than a more, more than, than an actual character. <laughs> um, yeah, Emma, you know, tell tell us a, 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 what are your final thoughts on this show? Yeah, how did it feel recapping it? Because you were right. You te- you texted me at some point this morning when I was watching it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I already don't know what's happening in this mystery. You were like, never mind. It doesn't matter by the third episode anyway. <laughs> yeah, it was recapping. It was kind of a wild ride. I I don't typically watch shows like this, so I think. Where it really broke down for me was between the first two and the last two episodes. I think that it really did get better as it went on, which is what gives me so much hope for season two. Uh, that it, I got more in. I mean, that's how shows work; that you get more invested as as they go on. But it did, it did work for me. I thought that the plot, what there was of it, got better in the last two episodes, and so did the characters just a little bit. So 
it gives me hope for the next season. I'm I'm excited for season two. My question to you is, having recapped this, would you be willing to recap more mysteries this fall? <laughs> um, <laughs> D- don't bully her on my I'm air. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, first of all, Emma is very good at boundary drawing. She tells me when she won't write posts. I, her, my shrink would be so proud of this girl. I'm serious. As she is a human being with agency, <laughs> that is her right. I, I, I wouldn't be horribly opposed, but I, I'm, I'm a little. Having seen this and having seen Ridley as the sort of most recent mystery cop shows that I've I've seen in recent months slash years. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of the genre, but I could be. <laughs> welcome, I, I, welcome. I could be convinced. Like, if if there's something that's maybe really good with lots of female characters, I could be convinced. Okay, all right. I will try and make sure to we'll only to assign you, you, like, you the a good drama stuff. or something yeah. <laughs> the next time. I I, I can do that. All right. Anyway, that uh, do I don't know. I I mean, I feel like Lacey, you're never going to have final thoughts on any mystery show other than oh, thank God. <laughs> I mean, I have a final thought on sort of like the. I mean, granted, I don't. I don't feel the need to like make this episode as short as possible as I did with Ridley, which I don't think I succeeded at. But still, um, I do like. I always I always want to support shows like this that feature female leads and that feature different perspectives that we're used to getting in these kinds of programs. So for that, I wish it lots of success um, and a big audience. I don't actually don't know. I don't know how its audience is, but it's been on, on uh PBS passport for a few months. So I suspect a lot of people have seen it, but um, you know, I just like, I'm glad it exists because I think more shows like it need to exist. Mm. I'm with you on that. Yeah. yeah. And and I am I am glad it's getting a season two. I look forward to season two coming here to PBS next year because I sort of assume that PBS will continue to pick up this show unless it's a complete flop. But I don't think it is. I mean, as you said, it's been on PBS Passport since like February. Um, it's been airing right after Grandchester, so I'm sure it's got a bunch of carryover episodes, carryover audience. Um, so I'm 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 quite hopeful for this show, and I really I really do think it has so much space to improve. Um, in a way that, like, there are times when I want a show to improve, like, say, I don't know, Vienna Blood, and it kind of, it, it doesn't have a lot of room to improve, but it does have a lane if it chose it. This has so many lanes to choose. This has so many ways that it can improve that I feel like that, that it, it must. Uh, season two has to be better. Like it, 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 even if it continues to be a little bit broad and a little bit melodrama and a little bit, ah, 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 um, you know what I mean? Like, there's just so much there that's so much potential. Yeah, there's a lot there. Huzzah! Um, that is our discussion of Di Ray's first season. Uh, it will be back at some point, probably next year. I don't know. I feel really bad, like uh, speculating on when we might see anything, given the state of the entertainment mm-hmm. industry currently. Uh, I will take that opportunity to say uh, support the WGA, support SAG-AFTRA, pay the people who make the content we love. Thanks. And uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens next time around. Emma, thank you, as always, for (laughs) being forced to join us. (laughs) Thank you for having me. And for recapping the show so diligently. And tell the people where they can find you on the internet and all that good stuff. 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Emma O N D I and on Threads at Emma O D twenty two. I'm so proud of you for trying to make Threads happen. I'm working on it. It's just I want it to. I want it to be better. So much better than it is. It's been so disappointing. <laughs> anyway, Annie, that means your turn. Oh, it's my turn. Um, let's see. Uh, I am. Uh... The uh, I'm Annie Bundle on the internet, basically everywhere. At Annie Bundle, at Annie Bundle, just find me. Uh, I am the associate editor here at Televisions. I also freelance around the web, and uh, you know, basically right now I'm talking about Good Omens anywhere that'll let me. So you know, uh, basically follow me on social media and see what I wrote this week. Thanks. Huzzah! I am Lacey MB on Twitter, Threads, whatever social media app the internet has dreamed of this week. And I don't know. I'm an addict. I have a problem. Come be my friend. Read my takes on things, including in the days to come, a lot of flailing about good omens. We're going to do an episode on it in a couple of weeks. So just gird your uh, celestial selves for that because it's going to be a lot. Um, if you just want the site in the pod, we're on social media at telly underscore visions on Twitter and televisions blog, all one word on Facebook. If you like what we do you can visit us at televisions.org to see a whole lot more of it and click on that donate button up top to help us keep making all the great content that we do for your eyes and ears if you do so you will get access to pbs passport which not only had dra like months ago but has so many other exclusive and early binge opportunities right now i can't even name them all you can finish grandchester early if you haven't yet you can watch marriage and our house and like 57 different walter's choice shows so you know you have options is what i'm saying uh as always thanks for listening cross your fingers the strikes end soon and people are given the fair contract they deserve because i don't know what's going to happen in a few months when we run out of things to talk about because we're going to be revisiting a lot of classics it is insanely hot in our area right now and i think around much of the country and probably the world so i don't know hydrate stay inside do like something nice if you happen to see a homeless person in your neighborhood it is brutal out there and we are all we've got so take care of each other take care of yourselves take care of each other and we will see you next week thanks for listening